Ahava and blessings. Welcome to Hold Shehina Podcast. This is a podcast well where we remember, we integrate, we awaken and reawaken and come back to our fullest essence, the essence, the part of our soul and our being that is aligned with our soul. I am your host. I am Aria. I am an intuitive Reiki master, sound and energy healer, and a Magdalene priestess. And I am here as your guide on this journey. So today, happy Friday, happy day of the goddess. It is a wonderful time to connect with the divine feminine, to be in devotion, to be in prayer, in meditation, in communion with your soul, with the divine. So happy summer solstice, happy cancer season. Let's talk about the energies we are working with. So these energies are very, very powerful. In Gnostic, biblical, ancient astrology, the season begins with Virgo and ends in Leo. This is uh, the zodiac at Dendera in Hathor's temple in Egypt has this representation. And it is all of the ancient cultures, whether it was the lineage of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, the Essenes, or whether it was the native indigenous cultures, the Celts, the Druids, everyone honored the moon, the lunar cycles. And we have to ask ourselves, why? Our ancestors who are so in tune and in resonance with the earth, with the cycles, with the cosmos, why did they revere the moon so much? Well, it could be because the moon is the closest celestial object to our earth. It could be because they saw that the moon affected our emotions. They noticed how the sacredness of woman aligned with the moon, how our physical cycles ebb and flow with the moon, with the seasons. So there were probably many correlations that they noticed and that they that led them to align with these cycles be knowing that when you align with cycles when you align with the cycles of the sun like we just did with the summer solstice winter solstice spring autumn equinox when you align with the cycles of the moon what you do is you go deeper you delve deeper into the mysteries and you learn and expand and grow. And in ancient Gnostic astrology, they say that our souls incarnate through the constellation of Cancer. And we are in this Cancer portal. And I am a Cancer sun. I am Cancer, I think, at almost zero degrees, which is um, 
kind of like I have one foot in two worlds. I have one foot in the spiritual world, world, one foot in the physical realm. So it's really interesting experience. But my Venus is, well, my ascendant is in Taurus and my moon is in Virgo. So what's all this astrology stuff got to do with this? Your natal chart is a snapshot of the moment that you took your first breath here on earth. And it has many clues as to your incarnation and as to what frequencies you're working with in order for your soul to, how do I say this? In order for your soul to expand, to express, to expand and express the unique blueprint, the unique gifts that you came here to share with the world. So your natal chart holds this key. So now that we are in the portal of cancer, we are aligned with this energy of the mother, of the divine mother, of the divine feminine, of that energy of creation, of nurturing, of love, of fertility, of abundance, of just joy and creativity. This is the energy of cancer. Cancer is also deeply intuitive, deeply emotional and aware. And the reason that cancer is emotional is because cancer is attuned to the frequencies, the subtle, unseen frequencies of the soul. So it is a very deep season. Um, it is a, a season to connect with the divine feminine. It is a season to explore the, the many places we may be blocked when it comes to our connection to the feminine, whether it is expressed through our connection or lack thereof with a mother figure or mother figures or women in our lives, or whether it is a connection with creativity and our own creative potential. It is still that it's, it's that same frequency because if we are disconnected from our wombs, we are disconnected from our body, we are disconnected from creation and our creativity and our passion, and we, are, we can be disconnected from our heart, from our ability to love, and not just to love, but to receive love. Because so many of us, particularly cancers, are, we give, we give and give and give, always giving, however, we have not been taught to receive simultaneously and we don't understand that it is an ebb and a flow and we have to be open enough to receive even as we're giving. So we tend to feel drained and kind of wondering why we're always giving and why we always feel so depleted and why we feel taken advantage of or why we have sometimes been abused in some ways when we give so much to someone who just isn't at the frequency where they are giving as well as receiving. So this is a challenge for us in this season. It's also a season of heightened emotions. It is a season of, ooh, a lot of harsh stuff happened in cancer season. Um, it seems that the Jews were expelled from the Sephardic Jews, 
and I apologize, let me be specific as to what I'm speaking about. The Sephardic Jews were expelled from Spain and Portugal. Um, it seems that there was the destruction of the Temple of Solomon. I'm not sure if it was the first time or the second time. It was also a time when um, Hitler came to power. So there's a lot of, a lot of like heaviness and dense energy comes through in this portal. And you might ask, well, it's a portal that's supposed to be connected with so much light, the, the feminine, the energy of creation, the energy of infinite light. We just had the summer solstice, which in the northern hemisphere is, is, the, is the time when we have the most daylight. So we're welcoming the sun. We're, we're you know, expanding into expansion and creativity and fertility and all of life and summer and all that, all that good stuff. So why is it such heavy, dense energies? because there is much that we need to purify in ourselves, in the collective. And there's, there's a deeper connection that we need to have to ourselves and to our bodies. We walk around disconnected, constantly distracting ourselves from our reality, from the true nature of our being. We're constantly seeking answers outside of ourselves instead of looking within cancer deeply intuitive signs so when we disconnect ourselves from our emotions we disconnect ourselves from our bodies we disconnect ourselves from our intuition our inner knowing and many of us had have had traumas around our intuition around our inner knowing around the wisdom of our soul because you know witch trials and burnings and hangings and being buried alive and all all that kind of you know wonderful stuff that happened i'm being sarcastic if you don't catch my tone um, when there's an imbalance there's an imbalance there's a shift of power because the feminine isn't the feminine understands the true nature of power and power is not something that one can have over another being power is something we embody and we have ultimately over ourselves it is embodiment it is sovereignty and the concept of sovereignty is being whole and complete unto yourself it's knowing that you are connected to the divine the divine is you you are an aspect of the divine all things are you all things are connected to you it's that interconnectedness where the power comes from that true power that true sovereignty that isn't something that we we think oh well i'm better than this person because i'm embodied and i'm sovereign no it's when one is in our true sovereignty in our embodiment one is aligned with service and mission and purpose. And this is what ultimately inspires other people to awaken themselves and to go on their own journey. So it's not, it's not a judgment. It's not a, I'm better or I'm worse or I'm somehow not where I'm supposed to be. So these are all themes that can happen when we are not aligned. We are not aligned with our truth. We're not aligned with the feminine. We're not aligned with creation, with our power, with our sovereignty. 
And this all comes down since we are in the Cancer portal. There's a lot of lineage, family stuff that comes up during this portal as well. So if you notice, this is also a time when the kids are out of school in well, particularly in the US. Um, I believe it's also the same in Europe, but it might be different depending on where you are. But typically, the summertime, um, the time when there's more warmth, more light, is the time when people are out of school. So it's it's definitely a, a time when there's more ability, there's more of an opportunity for families to be together, for them to take holiday together. And then stuff comes up because remember, we incarnated and we will leave this plane through the sign of cancer. Cancer is the divine mother, the cosmic mother, the cosmic womb of creation, the divine feminine. You come through the portal of your physical mother. And your physical mother was an egg in her grandmother. So when you are being, when you are being, gestated and nourished in her womb this is the same womb and the same egg that was in your grandmother and it goes back lineage like it goes back completely to our beginnings we are all our lineage is a part of who we are every trauma and every happiness every discomfort Everything that our grandparents, great-grandparents went through, if it was not cleared, if it was not purified, if it was not, and by purified, I do not mean, oh, well, there's something wrong. and I just mean alchemized. That's what I mean by purification. I mean it was alchemized. I mean it was transformed from one form into another. So from the, the toxic issue the discomfort, the illness, the dis-ease, it was transformed into something that became integrated and a part of them and allowed them to be stronger, happier, healthier. That's what I mean by alchemy. Alchemy is, well, in terms of like the definition of alchemy, alchemy is the transformation from one state to another. So when you can transmute and transform and alchemize your your fam any family lineage any karma issue and again um, so if you're not familiar with the word karma karma is simply action karma can be good karma can be bad karma well and by bad i mean something that right now is giving you a headache is giving you issues and troubles and it's not gelling so we choose our lineage we choose the people, the, the circumstances of our birth, we choose the family we're born into, the country, the, we choose what we're going to encounter in this lifetime as, as um, a way for our soul to experience a new reality. Because when our soul is in oneness, aligned and, and in union with the cosmos, and we are not in a physical body, we were we're not here like we're we're not experiencing the depth and breadth and the the descent into 
all this stuff that is humanness, being human comes with such a diverse array of experiences that those in the higher dimensions, the well, the ones that have chosen to incarnate are like, yes, give me a body. And then all of a sudden we come here and we're like, fuck, the hell did I get myself into? Particularly when we start waking up and waking up means you're remembering who you are. You're remembering your multidimensionality and the fact that you are one with the divine and you are an aspect of the divine simply having a human experience. So all of a sudden, the layers of this remembrance come to you and you're like, at first, you're probably like, get me off this rock. Like, beam me up, Scotty. Get me off this planet. These people are crazy. I don't want to deal with this. They're fighting over there. They're in hunger over there. They don't understand abundance here. And here I am trying to like be a, be a light. And it's so hard to be that light because you have so many people projecting their own stuff on you because they themselves have not healed. They themselves haven't awakened and gone on their own quest for I guess in the books it would be quest for immortality, but it's really a quest for self-awareness, self-knowledge, and ascension in the true sense of understanding that we are one with all things and all things are us and we are creation, creating infinitely into all dimensions so we are a part of this tapestry of the cosmic creation the cosmic intelligence that is constantly creating we are a part of this and when we understand our power and our sovereignty at first we go through like oh god just get me out like i just want to like not be here and then we're like oh wait i came here for a purpose i came here for with a mission i came here with a plan and we start to remember that plan when we follow our joy, when we follow our bliss, when we follow what makes our heart sing and feel expanded and alive, we start following it. And then of course, you know, life is like, okay, are you sure? And then we have to, we unveil more and more of our soul. We embody more and more of our soul. We call down more and more of our soul. So the family stuff, that's stuff we chose to take on so we can gain another level of soul mastery, gain another level of, of deeper awareness and compassion and gratitude for what we've been through. And many people have, have had such traumatic life lives I was going to say lifetimes but yeah lifetimes too and it all comes in your lineage in your DNA so it's in it's in you however it is not it is not there to define you it is not there to define constrain limit your experience it is there for you to transcend 
It is there for you to move and evolve beyond. And some people in your family will not understand what the hell you're talking about because they'll start talking about, well, well, why would that child be choose to born in poverty in a remote village, wherever? And you're like, well, that was that soul's contract. I, first of all, like how can any one of us answer that question? Like, let's just think about it from a heart centered space with the utmost compassion and grace and gratitude, of course. But how can any one of us really look at another soul's experience and think that we know, well, they shouldn't have been born under those circumstances. Why on earth would they choose that? That is the ego talking. The ego thinks that, well, since I wouldn't have chosen these circumstances, then those circumstances over there must be incredibly fucked up. So I don't want anything to do with those circumstances. And therefore those circumstances are wrong. So the ego, the lesser self is that which seeks to separate ourselves and our experience from that over there. That which seeks to classify, categorize, put names on things, take ownership of something that isn't theirs to take ownership of. The only thing that you are here to take ownership of is your own experience. So your own actions, your own thoughts, your own vibration, that is what you're responsible for. How someone else interprets or projects onto you, that's all them. And that kind of being able to sit in the discomfort of living your truth authentically, transmuting and alchemizing whatever it is that is yours and making sure you do not repeat the the patterns and the cycles of your lineage by being aware and working through those those blocks, those those uh, triggers. That is what allows you to liberate not only yourself, but your lineage. Because remember, we are all interconnected. So the moment that you shift your awareness, your perspective, your the triggers no longer hold that effect on you, that's the moment that that shifts for your lineage and for wherever they may be, incarnate, incarnated, non-incarnated, in whatever dimension, things start to shift for them. So doing this kind of work, doing the womb healing, connecting with your womb, learning how, learning the power of creation that we as women hold, that is incredibly powerful because when we are aware of the power that our body holds, the fact that we are a portal for the divine to incarnate, you have a whole nother level of respect. And then you can start to work through whatever physical issues may arise from our lineage. Some of us may have um, issues related to fertility, issues related to painful periods. But remember, pain is simply telling you that there is something that you need to look at. There is some kind of weakness or something that is off. 
and everything, the body is incredibly intelligent. So the body has the ability to heal when you place it in the circumstances and you nourish it with the, the raw ingredients that it needs to heal. It's the same thing with your family dynamics. The potential to heal is there. It's just, are you willing to not be triggered by the things that have been keeping you in the same loop? Same thing in your relationships, whether it's a relationship with a beloved or a relationship with friends or with colleagues, coworkers. It's understanding where does this trigger lie? Where does it sit in my body? And what is it telling me? This is a powerful time to do this work, to do the healing, the deep healing of those. Because again, cancer is the waters. So it's everything about what is beneath the surface. What is going on in your emotional world? What is going on in your psyche? So this, it's just, it's a, it's an opportunity. This is an opportunity for us to delve deep into what our relationship is with the feminine, what our relationship is with our lineage, with our family, with ourselves, with our womb, with our sisters, with our brothers, with our beloved. So cancer rules the fourth house in astrology. And the fourth house has to do with family. It has to do with lineage. It has to do with your, what your, the legacy you are creating for your family. So it's, um, there's so much, there's so much wisdom that you hold within. If you would only open yourself to receive, open yourself to see and perceive clearly. And this is the work that we do, that I do as an energy healer, working with Mary Magdalene, the Pleiadian energies and the Haturs and earth energies, because look, the earth is our mother. So is the cosmic mother. So is our physical mother. So is the inner child within us. All of these are mirrors of ourselves and mirrors that we are here to look at, to see, okay, I need to work on that. And it takes someone, those who have, those of us who have awakened, it takes, it takes someone of deep courage, deep, deep courage and strength and fortitude to persevere on the path of spiritual awakening because it never ends. There is always a layer. There is always, there is always more to uncover. It's an onion. It's a spiral. It constantly goes deeper and delves and delves and delves until you cross over and then you will decide. You will choose. Go through the same portal of cancer and be like, okay, I'm one with all that is. Do I want to be human again? Do I want to take on that challenge again? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. A lot of us are, um, a lot of my friends are a nine life path and they're like, no, no, no. Once I'm out, I'm out. 
and they're like, peace, <laughs> we're, we're done. But you know, maybe they'll change their mind because we are fully protected right now. We are fully supported. And even though things seem incredibly chaotic, incredibly divisive, divisive, and like everything's going to hell in a handbasket, this is also a time of the greatest light. The greatest light is pouring on, the greatest protection, the greatest unconditional love is being poured down onto us at this particular point in time. So it's um, our, our friends on the other side, and I really feel their presence at this moment. They're really rooting for us to continue to stay in our heart, continue to stay in love, continue to, to move on our mission, on our path. Continue to go forward. Don't give up. Don't allow the, the divisiveness, the, the doubt, the uncertainty, the fear to manipulate you into thinking that you are not powerful and sovereign and completely where you're supposed to be. Honor yourself for where you are right now. Honor yourself for the, the how what it's taken for you to get where you are right now. And from there, take all that love, take all that support, feel it in your bones, feel it ground you into the earth, connect you to the divine and allow you to receive what the next step is. What is that next step for you? What is, what will it take for you to unfold Unveil more of your passion, more of your purpose, more of your alignment, more of your light to shine because we are all needed. We are all need. We all need our light. The light of every single one of us is needed in order to activate the many vortices and ley lines on Gaia and to birth this new creation we are creating together. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. This is exciting and powerful and sometimes nerve-wracking and frustrating and hard. However, remember who you are. Remember who your soul incarnated to be. Take it, whatever is in front of you, work with it, alchemize it, transmute it, transform it. And as always, stay in your heart, stay open. Don't allow the fear to cloud your judgment, to disillusion you. Because there's a lot of that energy that wants us to be fearful and small and contained. But that is not who you came here to be. You came here to be that infinite light of creation, aligned to source, consciousness, divine, mother, father, and at one with the earth and all that is. You chose to show through your light the beauty and expansion that this human experience can give us. We chose this, and we are here for this. And when we need support, all we need to do is ask. 
and it is given. Remain heart-centered. Ahava. And before I sign off fully, I invite you to envision the golden light of creation, the Shekhinah, the divine light of source consciousness. Just envision that golden light streaming in from the furthest reaches of the cosmos. Breathe it down into the crown, the top of your head, down into your heart, down into your womb space. And from your womb, envision that energy extending down through the earth's crust all the way to the core, the womb of Gaia, and then rising up. So our physical bodies are conduits for energy. So just envision this endless loop of energy, golden light coming down, connecting you to the earth, rising back up with healing white light from the earth up to the cosmos, up and down. And allow this light, this golden light of the cosmos, the white light of Gaia, to cleanse, to purify, to harmonize, to align every cell, every muscle, every fiber, every chakra, every energetic entry, exit point in your body just envision that light filling every cell with every inhale and every exhale we're shedding and letting go of all that is not in alignment and stay tuned for the companion episode the sound healing portion for this summer cancer portal. Ahava. Please share, like, subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Ahava, beloveds, and every blessing for you on your journey.